What's up with it? It's Crown Soto back again. And Oh wow. <laughs> oh, now you you get you doing introductions now. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I'll do Awesome. Well, since y'all know who I'm with, she did not give me a chance. Why don't you tell the people who you are? Okay, so my name is Vanita, but I go by BZ Vibe Time. I am an artist. I do graphic design. I do photography. And I am a content creator as well. Yeah, so um, for those of y'all who, who don't know who she is or what she means to my brand, um... I tell her this all the time, so she this is not new to her hearing this, but um she's an amazing individual. If this is y'all first time hearing my podcast, um y'all know I'm a I'm a content creator. I write poetry, I do short stories, I write songs, I make music, I have my own clothing line. Uh I just stepped into this uh tobacco field doing Francois and Graba and whatnot. Um, I do a little bit of everything, but none of that would have been possible uh, had it not been for her. She encouraged me to step into the, the the realm of writing, of just not even as a profession. I don't even think she... Uh, I went through a very traumatic experience. I lost two, both of my parents um, a couple years ago in 2016 doing a prison bed like my dad died in July and my mom died in October and um a bunch of people have been asking me like during that time frame how I was dealing with it and I told everyone like I'm fine I'm fine I'm good I got it I got it. I was fucking lying y'all <laughs> no one would be okay after losing both their parents back to back especially not while in prison um but everyone else let me lie to them so I lied and um because I wanted to be okay. I was not okay. Um, but everyone just let me get away with it. Probably because they didn't know what to say. But what do you say to a person that's dealing with that? But anyway, she suggested that I start writing poetry and share it uh, as a form of release, as a form of therapy. And I listened to her. And I'm here now. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> you're listening to me on a podcast. It didn't happen that fast. Trust me. Again, take note. This was 2016. We are in 2022. Um, and it's crazy that we had this conversation when I got out of prison back then in 2016. Uh, and I put, I started putting things in motion. Um, and I got like a good year run. And then I went back. I went back to prison for three years and tomorrow actually makes a year that I've been out of prison like and remotely trouble free <laughs> remotely. Um, so I just feel like it's fitting. We already did this podcast and somehow, some way it got deleted. Um, but we're here again. So um, I feel, felt like she was fitting to be my first guest on my on my podcast because literally without her giving me the encouragement and the, the confidence I needed to to even step up and share up even a portion of my story I, w I would not be here because on a podcast on any and when you're a content creator I feel like and I'm pretty sure you know this as well that your best work comes from you it comes from you being raw and authentic and uh just let yeah for, exactly freedom and and 
just this journey these past six years have, have been just that, have been completely freeing, have been like, I've relinquished so much pain and, and, and stress and hurt and anger and all the things that I was suppressing, I've released a lot of that and I was able to either make amends or come to some type of conclusion with people or at the very least, just voice how I was feeling about certain things and really I don't think you know how much uh, how much you played a part in that because uh, some of the some of the my greatest pieces I never even published they weren't I didn't sit down and write a poem about them I actually approached certain people about them about how they made me feel and with me writing it gave me the opportunity in the stage to say how I feel unfiltered and finally gave people the time to pause and ask why did I feel the way that I felt, which gave me the stage to say, you, <laughs> I feel this way because of you or because of people like you or, you know, because of these people. And I've had some of the greatest conversations but enough about me. Let's talk about you. For my fans who, my fans supporters who don't know you, let's tell them about VZ Vibe Time. Let's tell them about how you came into creation. Like how how did you become a creator? What propelled you to do that? Um. Well, I I've always been artistic ever since I was a kid. I started out drawing, painting, and I got to high school. I went to a trade high school and I took up graphic design. That's how I got into the digital part of it. So I fell in love with it. I wanted to continue. I went to college for a year. I didn't like college though. I felt like I wasn't learning what I wanted to get out of it. So I dropped out and maybe six months later, I started, no, like two months later, I started Easy Vibe Time Creations, my brand. It was and that. It was that close after. It was that close after. Cause I, when I dropped out, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I felt like I had trouble at that time. I couldn't find a job. I remember because you, I, yeah, you went like it was. It was it, like a really depressive. You went, you went like a few me. years without. Was it? Oh wait, how, okay, wait, wait, wait. So wait, you dropped out 2010 or 2011? 2010, I dropped out. Oh yeah, so that's why I don't know what was going on because yeah. I went to prison. Yeah. <laughs> and so that I, I dropped out in like May, and then I started Easy Vibe Time Creations in July. Mm, oh, that, I was in Job Corps then. Yeah. That's wow. That was yeah. forever ago. I was in Massachusetts. <laughs> Shout out Job Corps. Shout out Massachusetts. How y'all doing, <laughs> man? I didn't. I I I love Job Corps and I love Massachusetts. I just I was not like you. I just felt like. School is not for me. Yeah, like, everyone in my family, because I, I was really smart in high school. You, you know, I went through that same yeah, thing. Like I was really smart. I had straight A's. I graduated like number seven in my class. And I always thought that I would like graduate college, get a good job. But then when my art started taking off and I, the way I felt with it, I was like, I can't do that anymore. I pissed a lot of people off, but... Why do you say was, that? Because people had a lot of expectations from me. I'm the oldest 
and people had expectations. People were like, you're so smart and you should go to college, graduate college and I had a lot of expectations. So do you, would you ever want to go back to college or, or no. like school in general? No. So no type no. of structured education for you? No, I felt like I was doing it to make people proud of me and not for me. So when I put my art first, I knew that I was putting a lot at risk. But when I look at everything that I've gone through in the past 12 years, I feel like everything was worth it. So you wouldn't take that... Uh, like you wouldn't take that decision back. No, no. I went through a lot to get here, but but I wouldn't change it at all. It's made me the person I am. It's made me the artist I am. And I feel like I get better with time. So. Um. So would that be your your advice to someone that was like on the cusp? of like teetering or whether or not they wanted to pursue their creative side full time would you tell them to go for it absolutely life is short and I feel like you can't live to please other people I know some people their their love language or what they like to do is make other people happy but you don't want to forget about yourself Self care is very self care is very very important. Very like, important. like I, I I feel like a lot of times like I could relate to what you were saying about like um, people having expectations on you because you know like I was in advanced classes and all types of other mm-hmm. stuff when I was in, in in school and everyone wanted the same for me like you should you're gonna go to college you're gonna be this smart guy you're gonna you know you're gonna make the family proudest like eh, i want to do that but i want to do it on my terms like and i never wanted a career that was like corporate i always wanted to do something creative if i wasn't an artist i would have wanted to be like a writer or a journalist i never wanted to be like anything like a doctor or a lawyer and shout out to everybody who goes to school <laughs> for that i'm not i'm not trying to bash y'all for that but for me, I, I never wanted any of that. I feel like people put that expectation on me, but I never wanted any of that. I always wanted to be a creative. And I feel like I feel like I can't see myself doing anything else but being an artist. See, I I was like in the middle. Like I wanted I wanted to be a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to be a therapist because um you no, know, I used to go to therapy when I was a kid, like like they had me in deep <laughs> it didn't work y'all it did not work um but i fell in love with just the the whole concept of helping people mm-hmm. but i wasn't aware that this realm would even exist and i wasn't i didn't know how much of this of creating is helping people like us growing up like you know we seen like rappers and stuff those is rappers like I didn't know no famous poets. Right. Like, like the closest black poet we had was Langston Hughes. Like, he's dead. Like, I'm thirty. Like, we yeah. 90s. Even years. me growing up, I didn't know any black artists. <laughs> I we, knew like the painters, like Picasso and stuff like that. I didn't know any of that. Like, exactly. I like I knew Langston Hughes and Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
Like, I mean, like, I end up, like, as I grew up, I end up finding out, like, most deaf is a definitely a, a dope poet. Mm-hmm. Like, Common, Talib Kweli, but, like, Tupac are awesome as, you know, he Very gets, he, he gives a uh, great, but, like, look, look at how concentrated, like, th- those four people where I know mad doctors. A lot of doctors. I don't like of... like and that's the type of things that they push. They don't when we were going to school, they didn't say, Hey, be a creator, like like be a painter. Like we were always uh, we like I was always taught that, you know, like it always the phrase of starving artists, like if 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 that's the uh path that you wanna choose, like you'll be happy but you'll be broke and you'll be miserable. Um so I, I congratulate you. I kinda Thank you. Uh, was forced to pursue this full time. Uh, cause I, I done spent so much time in prison. Like I'm not, I'm not qualified to do anything else. Like it, the time it would take, the time and energy and fucking money it would take to to go to school and become qualified for something else that I really don't like doing. I'm gonna be miserable. I'm gonna be miserable. Yeah, I see. You gotta do what makes you happy. You I, can't. You can't try to please other people. It, it's cool. It seems cool at first, but you have to find your happiness. You have to find your purpose. Because it just because when you find your purpose, everything falls into place. Even when it doesn't feel like it. Absolutely. I mean, um. Like I, I feel like um, like knowing knowing your purpose and knowing like what you're put here for is it's essential. It, it helps you. Like I, like I said, I wasn't aware that like how much my life, just in general, and me speaking on what I speak on and me speaking how I speak, how much it helps people. Um, which is ultimately what I wanted to do and I wanted to be a therapist. I just wanted to help people. I just wanted to be an inspiration. I wanted someone to look at me and be like, well, if he made it, like, I can make it. So, you can still do that. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm noticing that now yeah, that, people, that people read my poetry and they say stuff like, you know, they never thought about things a certain way until they read my poetry, until they, you know may have just had a conversation with me or they they uh they heard my podcast now like and and let me ask you where was like a moment where you felt like everything you're doing now with poetry that this was worth it for you um Recently or just in general? Um, so, so I started, I started this journey in 2017, like actually going to register the business and trademarking it and all that. And that was in like March of 2017. By the time 2018 came, I was on the radio. I had uh, I had already my my first book was getting ready to come out. 
my second book was was already finished. I was just waiting to drop it. Um, I think when I when I went on the radio the first time, and uh, shout out to CC, uh, CT Zone, man. Uh, CT Zone is a it's a radio station located in Bridgeport, um, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and they only before me they've only ever had musical acts up there. They've oh, only so you were like the first. I was the first to break that mold. How was that? That's when I knew that I was doing something. To be on a radio station with rappers, and I wasn't a rapper, and at first they were not, I'm not saying that they didn't want to hear what I had to say, but naturally, like, they were stuck in a certain mind frame as well. I mean, you're not a rapper, so, like, what are you going to come up here and do? And it's like, I'm a poet. And and it was like, so what are you going to do? And I'm like, poetry. Like... (laughs) Like, I'm going to come up there and they, like, for them, it was a learning experience for them as well. Like, uh, like, you doing poetry, like, on a radio station? Like, you think people are going to listen to that? And I'm like, I don't. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. But um, I'm going to try. And I went up there and the amount of, like, feedback I got from people and just seeing their reaction, one of the people even told me, like, one of the DJs up there, I can't remember his name, but he even said it on air, like, after I was done with my poem, he said, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. I, I, it's people that come up here. It's rappers that come up here with this big buzz. They got this big local buzz or even maybe national buzz. They come up here and, you know, they freestyle or they're just over, like, their energy is just, like, yeah, you're not gonna go far, like, and um, it it was it was that moment right there, that and and then uh, right after Fab died, uh, rest in peace, Fab. Uh, my brother, a very good friend of mine, uh, after I had dropped part two of my book in July of 2018, um, I dropped it. It was it it dropped two days after he died. Yeah, I had already had it scheduled for that, and it was just ironic that he would die before he got to see me drop it. And um, I had a, I had a, I was going back to CT Zone again for for the for the launch release, and I wasn't going. Like I was on the east side, like I was trapping, like I was in the trenches, like I was not about to. And my friends came and grabbed me and, like, brought me in the house. And, you know what I'm saying, got my... I didn't want to go. Like, my friend just died. And, and, and uh, like, he died a week after my dad's death anniversary. So, like, yeah. So, I was already, like, I already in my bag. Like, and, um, so I already wasn't feeling it. And I was... After I had gotten dressed up or whatever, um... I still had some time to go before. So I went back to the block. Like, I'm like, uh, I'm not about to just sit in here. I, so I went up, went back on the block. I was trapping. And uh, this kid came up to me. He like, he like, damn, Soto, like, you out here shining. Like, you about to do a, you about to, you got a show tonight? I'm like, nah, I'm going on the radio. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Your mixtape coming up, right? And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I got a book. And, the, like, the look on his face, like, was like a book. He's like, you wrote a book? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, I don't know no authors. And I'm like, 
you do now, like, it's me. And it's little, it's stuff like that, like, it lets me know, like, all right, you you doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, and just every, every day knowing that at least once a day someone tells me that they like my work or they love my work or they're they're inspired so it's little it's little things like that that keep me going because you know on this journey it could be it could be rough it could be very tough i've been doing this half the time that you've been doing it and it's like it's those days where it's like yeah. i've done it for 12 years and it's still stuff that i'm still learning that i'm still trying to figure out so what about you? What it what what has been your highlight in this twelve years? Twelve years is a long time, man. It's a very long time. Some marriages don't last that long. <laughs> Shout out to y'all married people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I just did a show. I, I had a vendor event up in Hamden. Um shout out to DJ R Nice. He put it he put the event together. But um the first sale I got, I met a woman with kids. Her kids came to the table first and they told me that their sister, who was like younger, wanted to be an artist and they were smiling at all the stuff. So I felt good. I felt like I was inspiring the little ones. Of course, that's always something that I want to do. But when I met the mother, she picked up one of my pieces and she started crying because a subject, it was like, it was Lucille Ball. I love Lucy. And she picked up the she picked up the frame and she was like my grandmother just passed and lucy was like one of her favorite shows and we used to call her lucy because she loved her so much mm. so she started crying she was like fighting tears as she was thinking oh that was recent i that just recent. i just seen you yeah. i just seen you post that mm. on um I don't know. I think I. I don't know. Cause I got you on everything, so mm-hmm. it, it could have been anywhere. <laughs> it could. It could have been anywhere. Um, but that was that was definitely the most recent thing. And I had an era too when I was just starting out. I was doing like pictures of celebrities. I remember and, that. And I had um, one celebrity had found me. And he was like, "Yo, your stuff is really good. Keep going." keep continuing so it just made me feel like you don't know who's watching you don't know who's paying attention and even and it was a time where I felt like this isn't going anywhere I'm ready to quit and I was just pushing out stuff just to kind of get rid of it and it's like when you want to give up the most something comes in and just helps you to remember what you're doing this I morning. went I went through that today um uh, you know, I've been, I've been posting this, uh, this GoFundMe, uh, this GoFundMe link for about, for about a month and a half now, little, little while longer, like, um, and someone, someone sent me some money today on GoFundMe, uh, shout out, shout out to you, um, I'm not going to say their name, um, but that, that made me feel good because it was a, it was someone that I actually know and it kind of, it kind of shattered the, uh, the thought process of, you know, your 
best supporters or your most frequent supporters will be people that you don't know because yeah. the people that you know won't support you and it kind of shattered that and like me and this person uh had a had a uh, we had an argument <laughs> that was like our, la- our like our last conversation well no it wasn't but one of our last conversations um was about me feeling like he wasn't supporting me enough me feeling like uh like me basically I, me feeling like used by him and um like I was already having a bad day that day and he like he had hit me up to ask me for something and I was going through my own stuff and never usually I take the time to think about what other people are going through um because people don't do that for me enough but that day I didn't I just I kind of flipped out on him and um I, I thank him very much because most people would have entertained me and, and engaged with me, especially if they felt like they they were in the right. You know, people will um, they will argue argue you to death, even if they wrong. They will argue you to death, and he did. And he uh, he diffused the situation the most he could, which was removing himself from the situation. Um, but anyway, he um, he sent the money to my GoFundMe. And, um, that, like, I was having a horrible day today. Like, a horrible, horrible. I literally, as soon as I woke up, I stretched, looked at my phone, and it was pure nonsense from them. And I'm like, oh. And, like, he sent it a little bit after. And I didn't know who it was because, like, I forgot his real name. So I was like... But I really know him. We're actually related. But I met him in a, you know, in a creative realm. Um, so he, uh, he, he said, yeah. Uh, he said I, I sent you a little something, and you know, it's it's not much, but I I know you're having a rough time, and so that mattered to me because something is definitely better than nothing. Like mm-hmm. something is definitely better than nothing um so it's it's really a a day-to-day process of just knowing it's just one person like like tupac one of the greatest poets ever said it you know said i don't want to change the world i might not make it to see that i just want to spark the mind that can change the world like and for me that's it that's enough as long as as long as I can like awaken and unlock something in someone else's brain or in their heart and their spirit to make them decide to go from this path and change and and go to a more productive path, I'm good. Like mm-hmm. because as you know, like you know, like I was living a completely different life. Mm-hmm. Like completely completely different lifestyle um before i was doing this content creator thing and and even to a certain extent now like i um you know i'm not all the way out of it but doing this keeps me occupied and it gives me a buffer and it gives me really an opportunity to to bridge the gap um and give others a, a platform which is what i'm trying to do now 
with this podcast thing is not so much about me, but to give others uh, a platform. Well, so, I definitely applaud what you're doing. Just want to give you your flowers really fast because you've been working really hard. I've seen that, and and it inspires me to continue to work hard. So I thank you for that. I mean. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. We can sit here and have a compliment session all day. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, That's how we do. But, but it really, I mean, like I like I said, like, um, you know where I come from. Like, you, you really know, like, not just like, you know, some people met me as Crown Soto, which to a certain extent, that's my, that's my purest form. Because this is definitely the most honest and the most authentic. But uh, like the lady Sharon, we we just met a lady Sharon, yeah, and uh, lady. awesome lady. I yeah. I wish she was, wish she had some type of social media to shout out for her. But shout out to Sharon, she just, like, she Sharon from Avalon. <laughs> yeah, she just like, yeah she just gave us a sweat, real shit. Um, but she said something really profound, and it's it's really basic that all the things that you've been through make you who you are and uh all the stuff that i've been through in these 31 years have turned me into crown soto um but you you've known me when i was just plain old lamont i wasn't um and i think i i honestly think that's what has kept our friendship and and our relationship so pure um is the fact that with all these transformations that i made and i i have that i you know that I've gone through that you you still look at me as the same person in the sense like you can see what's underneath all of that like you acknowledge my growth and my expansion but at the same time you know who I am at my core yes. and a lot of people and you're able to differentiate between the two uh, who I am as a content creator who I am just as an individual Thankfully, those, those lines few never got blurred. Um, whereas other people, they a lot of people think I put myself on this pedestal, and I don't. It's just like, again, I've been through too much shit. <laughs> I really been through some shit, so it's like, I, it's time I don't, you know, I'm not the happiest, jolliest person in the world. Which for all the youths that are listening, man, it's okay to not be okay. It is okay. It it was last month, Mental Health Awareness Month, or was it? I always thought that May was mental. Or man, May or June. Every motherfucking no, June is Pride Month. Oh, okay. June is Pride Month. Our month. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look now. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the internet. <laughs> the, the power of the internet. Oh, it is May. It is, it May. is May. Okay. Yeah. Well, every month is every mental month, health. Every it's, day, every day mental. is mental health because every day you can have a a problem, an issue that needs to be resolved, and uh, it's okay to not be okay. It is okay, you know. I talked about this on my last podcast about going to therapy, about getting some help. Sometimes your friends don't have all the answers, but like, your family does not have like like they can't. They can't tell you about something that they have no knowledge, uh, no knowledge of, and um, 
sometimes like people's own it's very hard to be subjective like people that's why you got to go to school for so long because they tell you how to separate yourself from your client and a lot of people can't separate them it's hard to tell a person hey you make me feel this way and then expect them to give you a valid healthy solution on how to deal because a lot of times you tell people that they hurt you the only thing that they will say a lot of times is well you don't have to deal with me it's like uh all right i don't but you could you could make amends um which brings me to my next question for you uh where do you get your inspiration from like what causes like where do you how do you create like do you just sit down and well for me inspiration is accidental it's accidental. never planned i always say accidental because i just stumble upon it i never plan on it i love i love listening to music i'm a nerd so i like um comics um anime mu- music just simple stuff i like all of that and it could be anything from what i watch what i listen to who i talk to it comes out of nowhere i could be outside it's universal i i wish i had a better way to explain that but it's so it just comes from everywhere it comes from everywhere yes so what what is what is your your music taste like what do you listen to music wise i am very open (laughs) so my favorite is 90s r&b millennium nostalgia because i'm a 90s baby so the stuff that i grew up on that's like my favorite thing to listen to because it always brings me back to my childhood i like i've gotten into house music lately because of drake because of drake and because of beyonce no 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 no. Oh wow! Hold on! No, you're not gonna try to play no. Drizzy, like. I'm not, I'm not playing. <laughs> no, no, Drizzy, we love you. By the way, I know you're listening. We love you, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Manifestation, you gotta manifest it. <laughs> no, but I do like house music because I like to be in a good mood when I like um when I create. Mm-hmm. So house music will take me there. I do like I like girl bands and boy bands too. That's like my guilty pleasure. And I always... Guilty I, pleasures? Yeah, it's like a... We're going to come back to that, y'all. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but that's that's mainly the, the music that I listen to. I have a playlist in everything that I play when I start to create. Because like I said, I my childhood was like everything to me. I like, I like growing up, the, the aesthetics, everything of it. So when I create... And it takes me back there. There, it puts me in a good spot, and then I just I get pumped up. And... So who's your who? Do, like, do you listen to any like artists right now? Like right now, Kalani any... is like number one for me. I love her stuff. I'm so mad I missed her concert. But anyway, <laughs> I love I get love this woman her. some tickets. I love get her. this woman you some tickets. I love her, but I love Kalani, Chris Brown. Sabrina Claudio is really good too. I've never heard of her. Who is she? Um, she she's an R and B like R and B pop. She has she gives me Janae Eichel vibes, but but I love the softness 
of her voice, like, I put some headphones on, I listen to Sabrina Claudio, I feel like I'm in another world. But, um, uh, Drake, Beyonce, um... She didn't, you didn't mention me on that list, and now I feel some type of way, because, um, artists, if you haven't yet, you should go stream No Days Off on <laughs> Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. No days off, featuring Scotty Grigio, That's Heartbreak at the Trap, <laughs> Crown That's 240. That's not fair. I asked you, who do you get inspired by? And she didn't, y'all, she didn't say me. I mean, you just started, so I'm not. Oh! You have to, you have great music. I just want you to have more so I can have more options to choose from. You know what I mean? But... And Summer Walker, of course, that goes without saying. I love her albums. But what you got to say about Summer Walker? Summer I Walker. love her music too. I love her. I I love her. Uh, her. I love. I love her songs. I love her song. Her song content. I really. I just wish that Summer Walker's confidence in music translated in person. Like I wish. I know she has like social anxiety. Yeah, and and that I think that's why her music is so amazing. Is because that's the only place she feels free and like because once you put it out there, it's like it's out there. Like fuck it, I ain't gotta listen to what you say. Um. So what else? What else? What else? Questions? Uh. How's your love life? Let's talk about that. We got time. We got time. Oh, we got a lot of time. Yeah. We got a lot more time. So, my love life, um, it hasn't been something that I've prioritized as of late. Because I'm so busy with art and trying to figure out how I want to, like, my next move, trying to get to the next level. I haven't put effort towards it if you will but i'm open to it you know i'm open to y'all hear that so so pull up if if (laughs) you get us some kehlani tickets get us some kehlani tickets and it'll be lit yes apply the pressure and then you know (laughs) maybe just maybe but um so like are you open to go on dates and stuff like with yeah, guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your what's your idealistic date? Well, I want a date where I can have fun. I don't want to think too much about the pressure of you know, what do we have in common? What do we want in five years? I think I wanted to just feel natural and I wanted to feel just like good vibes of course. But um, well, that's that's. That, I mean, that's natural that you would. I I would hate a date to go off like a a job interview. Like so serious. Like, do you want kids? I don't want to think. Cause it's a date. I take it for what it is. It's a date. Just getting to know each other, taking it. Like just letting it flow. I guess. Um, what do you want in five years? 
do you know? I'm, I'm figuring it out, and I think that's the fun part about it. Because I don't have... I don't have a set. Oh! I made a vision board. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, because I, I remembered this. I actually did it in therapy. I did a vision board, so... Of course, I want to be successful. I want to be able to do anything that I want to do. And I want to create. I want to help others. Um, I just want to be the best version of myself I can be in five years. And I trust the process. I trust God. So... I'm just enjoying the journey, the ride, everything like that. Um, what's my next question? Um, I don't know. I'm not really too good at asking questions to people that I, I actually know. But any questions that I would think to to ask you, I kind of already know the answer. Um, what are your so you remember my my first my first podcast I did I think it was titled What Do Women Want? So you're a woman, you're a lady. Mm-hmm. What what do women want? What do, what does what what do you want as a woman because you can't answer for all these women yeah, out there. Yeah, I can't answer for myself. I Wow. was like where do you start? <laughs> um What's important to you as a woman? Ambition is very important to me because I think it's important to anybody really that you wake up every day, you have a purpose, you have something that you're fighting for, you have something that you're working towards, a goal, anything. It just, because when you wake up and you don't have a purpose and you have nothing, it's like you're existing, but you're not living, you know? And I, I feel like you could tell how people operate by what they're <laughs> fighting for. So, and confidence is important too. You have to, you gotta know that that you're that, you're that person. You know, and I know some people struggle with confidence. Sometimes I do too. I do. But I definitely. Uh, I think that's what that's another thing that played a a, a major role in me uh, taking so long to get to this part of life is yeah. because I wasn't confident in what I had to offer. You have to believe in yourself, and I think people underestimate the power of believing in themselves because if you believe in yourself, it's like you could do and you can achieve anything. And I think. I think ultimately anybody who is to get involved with anybody, to deal with anybody, you want a person that can stand on their own and know their worth, have have that confidence, have that drive. And and it's sexy like when you when you have that confidence in yourself and you see yourself as as the best and so, what is confidence? Confidence. Mm-hmm. So y'all hear that? She want confidence. Kalani tickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is 
Do you do you, you know my last podcast was about uh knowing your status or whatnot. Are you aware of your status? Mm-hmm. Do you how often do you get tested? Or do you get tested at all? Every six, seven months when I get my checkups and stuff. It's just it's a part of the routine anyway. I don't even have to ask because I have that relationship with my doctor to where I just test for everything and there's a whole rollout. Yeah, and it eases anxiety too because you don't want to wonder, you don't want to worry about anything. So that that was the whole point of me posting my results and me uh because i saw you posted them and, and i i wasn't sure why at first but because i was one of the people like why is he doing that but then i had listened to the last podcast and you gave you gave me a different perspective on it i mean i post I, I posted so the podcast came after the post yeah, yeah. I but saw, the uh, but the the reactions from the pot the reactions from the post gave way to the podcast because like i said like a lot of people don't know their status. Like I said in my podcast, a lot of people don't know their status. A lot of people won't even get tested. And that's a problem. So it was really, I realize now I'm at the stage where um, I have a platform. People pay attention to what I post. Even if they don't say anything about it, I see the analytics. I see the numbers. So what I'm doing, someone is watching you all of you are watching you're paying attention so i'm in a position where i can use my platform for good mm-hmm. or i can use it to promote negativity and misinformation i'm choosing to use it for good to inform to educate um because that was something like sexual education was something that really wasn't taught to me growing up it was just like Put a condom on and like that's it. Like you wasn't told that like you could get you get an STD from kissing. <laughs> and and obviously things have changed now. Like we knew nothing about monkeypox when we were kids. I don't even think that existed. Like you didn't have COVID and shit like that. So like things have a lot of things have changed. So it's like you need to have that conversation. And I'd rather um what I didn't say on my last podcast was, as a as a younger person, I did contract the STD. I got chlamydia from running around, clapping buns, and not knowing my status, not getting tested, and not asking the person that I was having sex with what their status was. Um, and I didn't ask him because it's like, how are you going to ask somebody with, which you don't even know? I can't ask you what your status is if I don't even know my status. Um, so I'm I'm big on that because I, I contracted it twice from the same person. Oh. Um, and, and for disclaimer, chlamydia is something that you can cure. It is curable. You got to take some antibiotics and it's gone in like, uh, like seven days or something like that. You just can't have sex. So it's clear. And if you... Listen to my podcast. If you've seen my results, I'm clean. I don't have anything. Um, obviously, I, I practice much more safer practices now than I did then. And even then, I wasn't loose. I just was having. I was having sex with a with a person that had an STD. And I think that's another stigma that comes with that is that if you're getting tested, that 
that you're loose or that you're having sex with a lot of people and it's that a precaution yeah it's a, wanna... I'd rather know than not know like I would I would much rather know um what other questions do I have to ask you? What up? What 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 do you want to say to the people? You you have a uh, what do you want to say to these people? Um, I just want to say, do not give up on your dreams. To my creatives and my non-creatives, just don't give up on your dreams. Keep going. I think I dropped the hair jewel, but, <laughs> but definitely keep going. Um, do what makes you happy. Like, I think people don't do that enough. Do what makes you happy. Because when you follow your purpose, you do everything you're supposed to do. Everything else is going to fall into place. Um, I have a sale going on right now until September 22nd. I'm doing photo shoots for $75. That's it. $75. Portraits, landscapes, events. Book with me, follow me on social media, DZ underscore vibe time on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, DZ Vibe Time Creations on Facebook, and stay tuned, I have a lot of great things coming. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to, so I had said that I wanted to, um, I wanted to bring this uh, this brand and this platform for a circle. Um, so all you creators out there, whatever it is that you do, like I said, I write, I write poetry, I write books and short stories. I do scripts, I do songs. Um, and now I got this podcast. I'm definitely open to collaborate to do business with people. So am I. Um. So if you're out there and you listen to this, let's work. Let's work. Let's freaking let's do business together. I'm definitely all for um as long as you promoting a positive image and um you're using your platform for good, like I'm for it. I definitely wanna link up and just and take this take this crown thing global and I know that uh like my audience is only but so big, so you definitely have to learn how to collaborate with people, how to work with how people, work with um, how to play nice. What's the coolest collaboration that you've done? The coolest collaboration? Uh, it hasn't happened yet. It's in the works, yo. Shout out to Smitty from Queens, man. Shout out to my brothers out there, man. My oceans out there. Um. He has an idea. Y'all getting an exclusive. Uh, he has an idea to... He already has a clothing line out there. He has a little bit of everything. He has a... Uh, he has a, a strand of weed out there. Shout out to Mr. Flavors. That's his, his name of his brand. And um, he wants to take my poetry and put it on shirts. Put it on shirts. We uh we were linked in a different realm for something completely different. Um, and he, him, and um Ocean Ben Buzzing. Shout out Ben Buzzing, man. Y'all make sure y'all go vote for my man Ben Buzzing on uh 
Let me tell you right now. You go on uh men R and R Cup dot fanbucks.com man and go type in ben buzzing b-e-e-n-b-u-z-z-i-n man um but yeah the the opportunity had been out there for a minute for me to just go and pull up and talk to him and you know i was having car trouble and whatnot so i couldn't couldn't really make it up there but finally i went up there had a conversation with them and he was like uh What's up with your scriptures? And at first, I didn't know what he was talking about. He's like, your poems, bro. Like, I want to put your poems on a shirt. That's pretty dope. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I, did, I, had, I didn't even know that he was interested in poetry at all. We had, prior to that, we had never had a conversation about my poetry on, on that wavelength. Like, on, on that type of, so, like, that, that probably is the coolest like the most because i didn't expect that i didn't i didn't expect that to happen i think outside of that probably uh chris when i went to the when i went to the the show because that was something i had never done before like i never performed like like i went to the radio like i said earlier i had went to the radio station and performed like a poem in front of like 10 people but yeah, i don't even think it was 10 people me it was bev tamika so it was like eight people but it was, it was everyone i knew like except for the, the radio host it was people that i knew so it was it wasn't nothing like that to be in in the in the crowd shout out chris man shout out c woods man He's an amazing fucking... He's a creator, too, man. He does a lot, too, man. He does a lot for the community. And I don't feel like he gets the recognition that he deserves, not even in the least bit, because, in my opinion, he's situated. He definitely does not have to do the work that he does anymore because he's older than us. Chris, Chris is, like, I don't want to say the wrong age, but I think Chris is, like, like in his later 30s, maybe early 40s. Um, so we not even his generation. Like anybody that is that is in his direct age bracket, like either they got their shit together or they've been X'd out by now. Like, um so I definitely applaud the work that he's been doing. Um what about you? What's your what's your favorite like your favorite or your most like I don't know, like your most memorable collaboration because you did some some. I've done a lot, but I don't think you know this. I was featured on a song. Featured on a song. Mm -hmm. This is news to me, y'all. I've known this girl. Yes. Known this woman very long. Whose song were you on? One of my friends. Shout out to Honest John. He's like one of my day one supporters. And I don't even I've never even heard this name. This is the exclusive. Yeah, so Y'all getting an exclusive right now. So Chad, he's one of my really good friends. His name's not even John? No, his name is Chad. So and he goes by Honest John. Okay. And <laughs> and when I first started like creating, he was the main person that I was always working with. I did his mixtape covers, his logos, everything. And then I got into photography with him for a little bit, but Mainly, I did a lot of his art, 
and I don't think you know this either. I used to write poetry a very long time. Yeah, I remember. Ago. That's yeah. how you told me about WordPress mm-hmm. because you were using WordPress. Yeah, I, used, I know. I you need to. We gonna don't worry, y'all. We gonna make her come back. We are gonna bring you out of retirement. <laughs> me and Trey is working. Me and, shout out Lee Trey. We working on something. We're going to get you to come up out of there, but go ahead. No, but he had a project, and he he loved my poetry. He was like, I want you to spit your whole poem on the last part of my song. To this day, I've never heard the song on my own because I was too scared to play it. I was always too scared to play it. Mind you, this was like 2014. And I've never done that before, never been in the studio, never recorded before. That was like my first time. And everyone, from the feedback that he told me about, he said everyone liked that part of the song when I just went on there, spit. So that is one of the coolest things I've ever done, collaboration-wise. Um, another thing that, that always will stand out to me is the first wedding that I ever did. And you had... It was actually because of you I did the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> I did the wedding because of you. Oh, my wedding. That was not yeah. my wedding, y'all. I'm That's not what? married. I am not married. If you want to marry me, what's up, baby? Nah. Put a ring on it. Anyway. Definitely. I'm not I'm not putting a ring on shit. You got to <laughs> Fuck that. We, y'all want equality? Let's be equal, baby. But for real, so my yeah, that my, my that wedding was your first wedding. I've never done a wedding before as a photographer. You want to do a funeral? It's one coming up real soon. One of them got. <laughs> oh God! He plays too much. Anyway, anyway, that was my first wedding. The bride had a black dress, mm-hmm. which was really really cool, and it was cool because the first wedding I ever attended. I was drawn to the photographer. I was seeing how she was capturing everything. Mm-hmm. And then being able to do that myself, that is probably one of the, the coolest things I've ever done. You did, you did an amazing job, by the way, too. You did a, did an so amazing job. And it's, uh, it's crazy. It's, it's pushing a year now. They've been married. They've been, they, they've been married. And um, that really, uh, definitely, we were supposed to, you know, we were supposed to go to Miami after that. We wanted mm-hmm. to bring you. Yeah, uh, we never went to Miami. Um, but definitely when we do go to Miami, uh, you know, you definitely got to come. That definitely solidified. That made me want to, uh, that made me trust your photography even more because I remember uh, right before I went to prison, we shot some stuff in 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, the picture, yeah. yeah, the picture that I hate the most, y'all, y'all, I who know why he hates that picture. I, it's such a good picture. I, I told you I told you why because of what that picture symbolized yeah. of what I was going through. I was in a bad place. Like I was in a horrible place it's mentally. It kickstarted everything like we have going on now. Yeah, that but that like I didn't I didn't like when you shot the picture for me, like it was really like you would you had just started doing photography. Yeah, so it was I like it was like, well, you know, I do photography, so let's and that was like that was the first time I had seen you probably since since you dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. Um and that was in two thousand ten. So that was so the first I'm time like I seven years. Seven, eight seven years, years. Yeah. yeah. And I had a you know, I had a lot going on in, but that definitely kick started our relation our uh professional relationship and kind of rekindled our personal relationship yeah. um so and it's crazy i didn't 
for the weather, like you know, that was a short notice. I was like, please, 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 please. I, was I so scared. I I'm need not, you. I'm not gonna even lie to you. I was so scared. I thought I couldn't pull it off. I thought that I wasn't gonna get good pictures because I I'd never been in a setting like this. So I had a lot of anxiety. So you say you had a lot of anxiety. Why? Um, because it was my first time. I I just didn't want to. I'm a perfectionist, so I didn't, I didn't want to screw it up, you know. Well, we we definitely thank you for for that wedding because, like I said, that was a such a short notice. We scrambled for that, um, but it was it was a success. I mean, it was a lot. It was much better than we thought. You know, a lot of things in that wedding were last minute. Um, and you couldn't tell. It definitely, it, it definitely was. And like I said, you know, they've been they've been married almost a year now. Shout out to Taz and Esther. Um, so, what new projects? What like what are you working on right now? Like, what do you? Um, right now I am preparing for my next show. I have a show at the end of September. I'll be in Waterbury for another vending event. I'm going to be taking pictures there for the first time. I always been there, but I've never taken pictures, so that'll be my first time. When is it? Um, September 25th. Oh, so I got time. So, oh, so you know what? Newsflash. Wait, do you have to pay to go there? No. So you can just come and set up a shop? Well, you have to pay the vendor's fee, of course. But, How much um, is the vendor's fee? 60 $60? So 60 and you got to bring your own table and chairs. Can so, I come stand at your table with you? Yeah, of course you can. So, newsflash, ding, 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 ding. I will be at the vendor's, what's it called? The Vendor Expo. I will be at the Vendor Expo September 25th. Crown Soto will be there. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do there besides annoy you and talk to people. Yeah, just have, um, the company will be great because. Yeah, well, you know, I've never been, it like. I, yeah, that's what I, I I see so much going to these events and whatnot, and I haven't been to I haven't you know it's crazy. I went to one way back in 2018. I don't know my first art show that I went to, oh, the wow. Stop the Violence art show in Bridgeport, uh, where I had my own table, and uh, that's what like kind of like that too kind of sparked it for me. Like yo, this is this is real, and that uh, surprisingly. Uh, Gregory Circle. You remember who I told you Gregory yeah, Circle was? You yeah. know, I met that person at that art show. Really? Like, well, we already knew each other, but I actually approached her that night at That's that art crazy. show. That's full circle. That's that that full circle. that night, and and I've never <laughs> went to another art show or anything after that. Not not because of that, just because um, you know, it's a lot of. Sh- it's a lot to prepare for those things like and um it, it costs a lot you got to get your inventory together it's not easy but i encourage you guys especially entrepreneurs small business owners do these vending events you network with so many people you connect with so many people well that, that that's why i didn't i didn't have the inventory yeah but i'm learning uh i was watching i was watching drink champs uh Who's uh, ran by Nori? Another podcast. Shout out Nori. Uh, Nori, if for all of you millennials, Nori is a famous rapper. <laughs> it's like, young boy, I came to party. Uh, girl was looking, looking at, at me. me. <laughs> she was not gonna know. I'm not talking to you. Gotta. 
Yeah, well, he's a little bit more rugged than that. Uh, yeah, I know, I'm sure. But um, he had he had Irv Gotti up there. Shout out Irv Gotti for also you millennials who don't know who the fuck Irv Gotti <laughs> is, man. Like, if you, you look like such an uncle, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> I mean, I am. My, you know, my niece just went to college. Wendell's daughter just went to college. She's in fucking college, bro. No way. She's in college. She's in college. I what she was like, like this. I wish I can like put it, put her in a time machine and shrink her back. Um, wow. But um, if you know who Jay Z is, if you know who Birdman is, if you know who Master P is, you should definitely know who Irv Gotti is. Irv Gotti um, is like, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated, slept on record executives of our generation. Like he brought us Ja Rule. He brought you. He he brought us Jay Z. Like everyone thinks that Jay Z brought Jay. No. Irv Gotti had Jay-Z before he went to Rockefeller. Mm. Um, but Irv Gotti always wanted to do his own thing. And it's crazy how okay. how it ended up happening that Irv Gotti ended up at Def Jam after Jay-Z became the president of Def Jam. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but he was up there. He was explaining how like he has... Um, and he had he was explaining how he was talking like to the super rich guy and how he was saying he had uh like this dream and vision of having his own film company and um he was just expressing this and he said he had said to the guy like the guy said, What's stopping you? And um, God, it was like, I don't have the money. And the dude was like, man, fuck the money. The money will come. And Sharon, you know Sharon she, just said that Yeah, like, too. the yeah. money will come. If it, There will be people that will believe in you. And someone told me this a long time ago. And this is why, like, the past few months I've been creating crazy content. Is that because I kept saying I didn't have the capital. And I forgot exactly who it was. But they were like... The money's going to come. You got to have the product there. You don't want to have the... Create the demand for the product. The money will come. Once you have the demand and people... And and, definitely use your resources. Because it's... You can find ways around spending a whole lot of money. You can be very frugal with your choices. Like, like, even for me, even for me, when I did my very first show and Fairhaven. I didn't have a lot, but um, I made it work. Like, um, I hope I don't get fired for this, but I was using my job for a lot of my printing for my signs, and then I just had discounts for photo prints, and like, um, I just had a lot of resources. My grandfather gave me a table to use for the show. Oh, wow. A bunch of bunch of amazing stuff so yeah that's what i'm i'm like you know i had uh um i was I, this past year i've been spending money like i was in my previous life mm-hmm. like i was still uh you know <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout out to the shakers and movers um but um definitely being frugal and i'm i'm learning that that you don't need a lot of money mm-hmm. like you don't you, you know i've been traveling from state to state recently uh i'm going to maryland soon shout out to maryland if you in maryland or if you're going to be in maryland a few weeks 
tap in. Let's link in. Let's do some work. Um, I haven't had a bunch of money. It just I had a, this. I'm uh, what I've learned this year. Uh, if 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 I haven't learned anything else, is you really don't need a lot of money to do anything. You just gotta have the desire, and um, that's what life is. You gotta have the desire to do things because. It, before you have anything else, you have to have the desire to get up and go get it. Um, that's ambition. Ambition is so important. And purpose. I feel like if you don't have that, like, it's hard to operate. I, I can only speak for myself. Like, I feel like if I have nothing to get up and work for, it seems, like, pointless. So I always try to hold myself accountable and keep my spirit up, keep my motivation and ambition up. It's hard sometimes, but it's definitely important. So what is it, since we we back to what do women want and ambition and whatnot, what is it that you look for in a, in a man? Um, I want someone that is kind, compassionate, you know, not afraid to express their feelings and you know sometimes I I'm not always the best with expressing my emotions so I feel like <laughs> it's, it's hey yo yeah, now, I am, I'm 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 laughing because as a as a fellow creator that is definitely um sometimes we expect others to know what it is that we're thinking and it's like sometimes they do and not. And I learned that I can never expect myself out of other people. What? So I be saying that all the time. So I think for me, um, just somebody who is who is not scared to say how they feel and not like holding back. Because I feel like if I have someone that that is so comfortable with saying how they feel being real and being authentic it, it motivates me to do the same thing you know i want a person i can learn from a person i can like a person who can teach me things you know so do you have like a, a age limit on like i mean outside of someone being legal um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want a grandfather or anything. Oh wow! But um, but um, you know, I don't know. I can't say because um, I dated younger. I've dated older. So you dated a younger guy? Mm -hmm. When? Um, my last relationship, the guy was younger than me. But um, but yeah, age-wise, I can't say I have a preference. I mean. I think if I vibe with you mentally, we're on the same wavelength. I feel like that's mainly what matters, you know. Yeah. Wow, this has been this has been an experience. Um, it's also. My longest interview, my longest podcast period. It's been my longest podcast period. But well, they're gonna keep getting longer. They're gonna keep getting even better and better and better. So, um, yeah. yeah, I have a, I have a, um, I have a, a another artist mm -hmm. 
um her name is let me go find her her name is cocaine mommy <laughs> Really? Cocaine Mommy, yes. Her name is Cocaine Mommy. Uh, she's from Connecticut, too. She's from... I think she's from Bridgeport. Okay. I think she's from Bridgeport, but... Um, is she? Is she like I, have no I have no clue. Oh, wow. I have no clue. I have... That's cool. I have zero clue. Uh, we started We started talking... Um, really just had a normal conversation. I'm learning that it is, it's okay... To have normal conversations with the opposite sex and it not be sexual and it not be like, hey, I have this service. It's just a general conversation. And that's what it was. And uh, I was. um, We were having it. This was the the other day when I was. um, No, actually, it was today. She was like, "Uh, what are your plans for today? And I'm like, got to re-record my podcast. I didn't save it. So she's like, podcast for real. Um. So we started talking about that, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, "What is your podcast about?" And I explained to her, and um, she was like, "That's something that she wanted to do. She just didn't know how to do it." But she expressed like basically her goals aligned with mine as far as um, just giving other artists and creators a platform. And she says that she loves talking to people and just finding out details about people that other people don't know and like um so i'm like well shit if you want to do that you come on my podcast and you know what i'm saying like you could be a co-host or something like until you know you want to go and do your own thing like just to have that experience to someone because she's more knowledgeable like you know i just be winging this shit like or every endeavor that i went into i learned as i was going um you know, I really leaned on people like yourself and, and others that knew about whatever realm I was in. So it was, it was but so it's good to have someone that already has knowledge. They just don't have the the actual hands on experience about it. And it'd be good to work with somebody else to because sometimes I don't be having shit to talk about. <laughs> I don't be knowing what to say to y'all. So if y'all don't get an episode for quite some time, like sometimes I don't be wanting to come up here and tell my business. Like I be going through shit. I could come up here and, and talk y'all to death, but I'll be wanting to tell my business. Um, Not all the time. Not yet. At least y'all just getting to know me. I got to, you know, I got to, got to ease it in there. You know, um, see, so yeah, that's something. That's something that um, I'm also looking forward to, uh, like, getting more artists on here, like musicians, uh, rappers, singers, who maybe don't have such a big platform. Um, I don't even think my platform is that big. I just think that I'm so passionate and I have so many different avenues. Like, you're going to have to pay attention to me. Um, but that's, that's my next thing I want. It's a few, it's a few artists that I've been, I've been looking at, um, in Connecticut and just in general, shout out to, uh, Drippy, Drippy Donati out in Brooklyn, man. Shout out my boy Stally, man. They are not, I don't think they're a group, but they, they closely, like they work closely together. Like they definitely, they from Brooklyn and they definitely do their fucking thing. 
Um, if y'all listening, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out my home team, man. Shout out Crown. Shout out uh, 240 Voodoo Valley, man. Uh, Gordy. That, you know, that's the mastermind behind all this shit, man. Um, J-Dot. Shout out Dip. Uh, Dip Blades, man. Y'all got to check all these dudes out, man. This is all Crown, man. If you support me and Crown, just know that it's not just me. It is people... That are behind me and beside me that are working just as hard in their respective crafts as me. Um, yeah, I, I think I got a new addition to um, not crown, but to, so I finally we finally found the name for our group, and it's just gonna be called Heartbreak at the Trap. <laughs> and I think that I found a, a new addition. I found uh, a woman from uh, the Bronx. This woman named Desi. Um, she's. I think I did. I did. I sent you her song. Yeah, I sent. I sent you her song, and uh, I've been talking to her a lot, a lot lately. And um, she's really dope. I like her story. I like what she's promoting. Um, so I haven't met her in person yet. Um, cause I don't have a car anymore, but I should be getting one this week. Um, I should be putting that together this week. Um. And we're going to go to the Bronx and we're going to go chill with her. We're going to go see what's up. We're going to see what's up. We're going to get her in the studio. And we're going to see what the vibe is like. Um, I'm going to see what it's hitting for and if we can make some magic. Uh, as far as artists, there's some other artists I want to work work with musically. Um, so let's go, man. Let's Let's work. Anything else you would like to say to these people? Because now we got more and more and more time. Like, we on a whole nother uh, segment. I feel like I should ask you stuff, but... You want to ask me stuff? Come on. I, I don't like... I don't mind being interviewed. I haven't been interviewed since I did Timmy Talk. Shout out, Timmy. Uh, to That was my first interview ever outside of the radio. Like, that was my first interview in... Whew, damn, in four years. In four years. I was really excited about that. Um... I mean, you can interview me if you want. What do you want? What do you want to ask me on air? You know, I'm an open book. Uh, what is what is something that nobody knows about you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know everything about. It's you, a lot so. that people know. Yeah. It's a lot that people. Uh, no. Um, like in general, or yeah, as a creative or in general, you know. I wasn't always as confident. Um, I wasn't, I didn't, the Soto that you see now, shit, even, even that statement right there, my name wasn't always Soto. Like, I've only been Soto. Havoc for a little while. Ah, God, don't remind me of that era. Oh, my God. Oh, man, yeah, I had many names, I had many names. Yeah, I was, I was Havoc for a little bit. It's crazy. The person that gave me that nickname, I don't even speak to him anymore. Um, but yeah, I wasn't always as confident. I had to, um, I had to really tap into that old adage of being, being what you need from others for yourself. Like I needed that support. I needed someone to big me up and be like, "Yo, you dope as fuck. You fire." I needed that, and I wasn't getting that from other places, from other avenues. So I had to be that for me. I had to pick myself up and really um, 
jail, prison. I don't, I don't condone prison for anybody. I don't condone that you go to prison. I don't condone that you break the law. But if you do, um, <laughs> prison will change you. And that, um, you know, I went to jail. I went to prison when I was young. I was 19 years old and spent all my 20s in prison. And um, people will definitely take advantage of you in more ways than one if you allow them to. And prison and being in the streets really just gave me that confidence. And growing up the way that I did and around the people that I did. Shout out my cousin Devon, man. Shout out Walt. Uh, We had this conversation back in April. And I was talking about doing a podcast and like really branching out more with my brand. And um, he was like, so why aren't you? Going back to the confidence thing, I'm like, man, I'm nervous. I'm scared. He's like, for what, nigga? You know, that's how he told me. For what, nigga? Like, Mm -hmm. nigga, you wasn't afraid when you was selling drugs? Wasn't afraid when you was out there doing what you was doing, taking trips and gangbanging and all that? You wasn't afraid then? And I'm like, I kind of, I was like, uh... Yeah, but that's because I had to eat. He said, nigga, what the fuck you think you're going to do off this? Nigga, you dope. You amazing. But the fuck ain't nobody going to know if you don't know it. And, like, he said, man, listen, you can't be afraid of that one person that's not going to fuck with you. Because it's at least 100 people that will fuck with you. And you never know what the fuck you can get out of a person unless you ask them. You ask them. The worst thing a person could tell you is no. And that no shouldn't, shouldn't debilitate you. It should motivate you to go get it even more. Not on some hateful shit. Not on some spiteful shit. But who knows? They might have told you no because they felt like you ain't did enough work yourself. You know what I'm saying? They might have they told you no because they wasn't in a position to help you. But shit, you might not know what they might do once they in a position to help you. You know what I'm saying? Like They might feel like you don't want it bad enough. Like. It's a it's a plethora of shit. Um, so yeah, I I haven't always been this confident. Anything else? You know, we well, I'm here. Yeah, we can talk forever. No, we always say that. Oh man. Well, do you have any questions? Because now it's just silent. It's um, recording. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> pressure, 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 pressure. So, what is next for you now? Huh? What is next for you? Um, well, like I said, I got the thing coming with Cocaine Mommy. Um, shout out Dre Mo, man, the person who put me onto this app, man. She is another dope podcaster, uh, she has her own channel on here called Psychopath. It's C-Y-C-L-E-P-A-T-H. Uh, and um, I'm supposed to... I'm really waiting on her. I think I might just have to fucking go to Waterbury and knock on her door <laughs> and say, let's go. Um, No, she's a full-time mommy, which I 150% congratulate and applaud because it's a lot of part-time mommies out here um she's a full-time mommy she's in school um yeah shout out to her because just doing one is tough so doing both at the same time on top of working 
on top of being a creator, like finding time. So, um, um, I'm actually working on relaunching my clothing line. Um, so crown fits for all, for those of you who, who were around at the beginning of the journey when I was doing crown fits, I'm in the, I'm in the works right now. I have a vendor, um, hopefully, you know, God willing, by the end of this year, holiday season, top of definitely by the top of 2023, I'll have my clothing line out. Um, I got this frontal line out, this frontal line. You don't know nothing about frontal because you don't smoke. Um, but I got I got that that I'm working on. Uh, not working on. It's actually out. Voodoo Valley Fonto. It's out. Um, what else I got? Um, more songs. Me and Grigio. Heartbreak at the Trap. The album is coming. Like I just been. I haven't been able to record because I don't have a car and I haven't been able to get to the studio. Um, so I got I got that that that's in the works. Uh, I was supposed to drop this poetry book next month, but uh, financial difficulties, not technical <laughs> difficulties, uh, kept it from happening. Um, so, but I I put it together. I just can't release it right now, um, because I don't have the finances to do that, which will happen sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Speaking into existence. Um, what else do I have coming up? All of that stuff and much more for whoever wants to come and collaborate, man. I'm, I'm open right now. My schedule is a hundred and percent, a hundred. I said a hundred and percent, a hundred percent dedicated to content created. So... If y'all want to come um, pull up, I think I might be a personal trainer. Someone, I think you would thrive there too. Someone, I I've been getting offers like I really, really seriously been getting a lot of offers. Um. Yeah, I think you would thrive there. Too well. Um. People have been asking me to train them uh you know i used to be really little for those of y'all who don't know soto soto used to be really little soto used to be like 140 pounds the biggest i had ever been was 150 pounds um now i'm like i'm 185 now which doesn't seem like a lot but trust me if you've seen what i look like then and see what i look like now it's, it's kind of a lot i don't know am i that big or not nah? Well, you definitely look different. Than, <laughs> you know, let's say like 2017, 2018. So it's been a big difference. Yeah, well, 20, 2017 and 2018, I was using a lot of drugs. <laughs> I was on Molly and fucking ecstasy and drinking every fucking day. Thank God for drugs. Yeah, man, I got to a point. I got to a point where that shit just became like, oh, it, be, it was like this cycle. Like, it was it was horrible, and I'm glad that I got out of that. Um, yeah, that's what's that's what's next for me. 
doing all those awesome, amazing things. Just staying busy. Absolutely, stay busy. Ooh, look at this. Yeah, I, I think I think I want to do it though because, like I said, everyone has been asking me. Everyone has been asking me. Not everyone, but a lot of people have been asking me to train them. Yeah. They see my dedication in the gym, and which is kind of not that hard when. <laughs> The gym is this close. <laughs> if 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 y'all are listening, I mean, if y'all only knew, I'm literally looking at the gym right now. Like, so that's motivation enough for me. Like, I can't. I I literally go in there at least twice a day to do something, even if it's just a little something. Um, so tell the people where they can find you at. Like, where where can they? Shout out your socials and whatnot. So that is VZ, mm-hmm. V-E-E-Z-Y underscore vibe time on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we love a goofy side. We love a goofy side. Yeah, you got a lot of TikToks up there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, on Facebook, I have the business page, VZ Vibe Time Creations, and my personal VZ Vibe Time for the event updates for artwork artwork will mainly be on my ig and my facebook and yes follow me website is coming soon i'm still working on that but definitely follow me on social media keep up with me i have great things coming and check out my art and my photography because i'm pretty good and you you guys will enjoy it (laughs) for sure um yeah, she. Did we say you would be out on the twenty fifth. I will be in Waterbury on the twenty fifth. On the tenth, I will actually be in Brooklyn for a listening party. For who? For um, a music artist. His name is Elang. Shout out to Eric. Great singer and entertainer. Amazing music. And that'll be my first time in Brooklyn. I've never been to Brooklyn before. Never. I've never been to Brooklyn. Like not one time. Never. I've never been to Brooklyn, so... Why? I, I mean, I don't know. I've always wanted to go. I never got with the New York traveling, but um, I'm excited for that. Bro, you know, I, like, practically... I wish I would have known that. You know, I practically live in the city, like... Yeah. And... So, September 10th... Did you come with me? I mean, if you... September 10th. Okay. Brooklyn? So, yeah, I'm... I'm gonna be in Soto Brooklyn. Crown Soto and VZ Vibe Time in Brooklyn. October, That's a Saturday. In October, I will be at my first gala. Um, I'll be. It'll be in Waterbury as well. Shout out to Fitness Fury and Miss Cookie. Um, she has some great things going on up there. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my girl Corinne. That is that is that the the painter girl? Mm-hmm. Yes, I love her, Corinne. If you're listening, <laughs> I love you. You're amazing, not just because of what you look like, but you look amazing too. But your artwork is fucking fire. I told you, I told you the other yeah. day. I I want to, yeah. I Corinne really want to work with her. Corinne is that girl. Okay, that's my girl. 
because after her there will be no other but i love <laughs> i love corinne so much shout out to her and we've done a lot of collaboration together we have more things coming i'm so excited for that please put a bug in her ear please put a bug in her ear that i want to work for her oh, absolutely get, absolutely tell her, tell her i want to get she next is to the sweetest and um of course more shoots more more artwork i just i can't wait to bless the world with with my talent even more and even more as long as i am breathing i plan to do whatever i can so um so definitely stay tuned this is by far this is gonna take a lot of time to edit guys <laughs> um thank you so much for coming on my humble podcast of course. <laughs> um thank you for having me I'm i mean honored to be here absolutely like i said it it's a whole bunch of people that i could have on here and i just i wanted i wanted to do something where it was true to me um and really spoke to my growth as an artist and what better person to do that than the person that helped me step into this realm um y'all know what's up man if y'all if this is y'all first time listening to this podcast this is crown soto of the fearless and bold podcast um y'all know where y'all can find me at man all my socials i just got my old instagram back so if you look me up you happen to look up crown soto and see crown soto it's you you might see a crown soto and a crown soto 240 don't worry they're both me i got locked out of crown soto um at the beginning of this year i lost my i lost my phone no i broke my phone got locked out of remember i got locked out of my icloud my gmail everything and um ain't had shit so i just made a brand new instagram finally i got back into my instagram uh my old instagram so i've been i've been up there promoting like crazy and and because you know that's the yeah he crazy with the promotion you guys like definitely pay attention to him he's working really hard i got to i think that's gonna be my next like once i get solidified that that's actually i was speaking to cocaine mommy about that about starting my own promotion brand like crown promotions um because you know how i promote me i promote me crazy and uh i've been promoting a lot of people for free Mm -hmm. and um I know that I have a platform and I know that people pay attention to what I post because I people have personally came and told me that they like uh, they've started supporting other artists because of my support for them. I've literally put money in other yeah, people's pocket. Um, yeah. And some of these people I have, I don't know at all. Um, like, um, you know, I, I, I reposted Young Devin, you know, the rapper. She reposted me. Um, she's a very big, influential uh, rapper out of Brooklyn. Uh, uh, I reposted Rain910. He uh, reposted me. Uh, these are big artists. And um, I just did it because I like their brand. Like, um, And I've, I've been doing that. Um, so, but yeah, if you look on... Look me up on Instagram. It might be a crown, crowned. Um, it might say crown Soto two forty or crown Soto. They're both me. Same thing with Facebook. I got hacked. I got hacked a few years ago. Um, 
and someone changed, like took all my stuff. Um, so if you if you're searching me, if you're searching me, it might say crown. It it definitely will be another crown total up there. Um, but gen generally, I get back to firm requests very fastly, and my uh. My profile is public. So, like this, the new Crown Soto is public. So you'll see if, if there's not a recent post up there, if you can't see a recent post up there, then it ain't me. <laughs> it ain't it ain't me at all. Um Yeah, you can find me on TikTok, Crown Soto240, Twitter, Crown Soto240, uh Snapchat. Just regular old crown soto. And I'm I'm here, man. Definitely. Like I said, I I wanna work. I wanna work with people. I want to collaborate and let's do business. Um Y'all know y'all can hit me up on any one of those socials or contact me, email crownsoto at gmail.com. Let's work, man. Let's do business. I hope to hear from you guys soon. Peace.